in a world where some of the greatest motion pictures ever made are reaching their 30th anniversaries. One group of friends gathered together to pay tribute to these films. Pat Cantagallo. Dennis Matouche. Jeff Mazuka. Each week, we take a look back at one movie that is reaching that 30-year milestone. Whether you love seeing these films in the theater or enjoying them for the first time at home, we invite you to join us this year as we travel back in time to 1986. I am your host, John Reed, and you're listening to the 30-something Movie Podcast. We are on episode number 72 of the 30-something movie podcast. Uh, this time we're going back to school, but not the kind where you do the triple Lindy with Rodney Dangerfield. We're going to be doing that a little bit later. This time we are going back to the Police Academy. Um, very quickly, we do spoil the events of every movie we talk about, so if you haven't seen it yet, um, it's been out for 30 years, so you probably should see it, or don't see it, depending on what we tell you here. But if you don't want to be spoiled, um, maybe stop, go watch the movie, and come back. If you don't care, then listen on. Uh, if you could, please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, what did we see last time? 17 stars? Yeah, there was a lot of 17 stars loose would be good. math, yeah. but let's put it that way. Yeah. 17 stars would be excellent. That's way beyond what you can actually do, but 17 stars. Uh, I am joined today by my co-hosts, Pat Kanagawa. Hey. And Dennis Matuch. Yo. And, ooh, Dennis is actually here this time. Hey, there hey, we go. Hey, look at go. that. Look at that. Um, all right, we're well, this was supposed to be actually Monday, so I'm really late for Mondays. You're late for Monday, that's fine. That's, that's it, took, it took you a few days, that's okay. All right, so we're going to get on into talking about Police Academy. Oh, no, actually, what we're going to do, very quickly, you have some misgivings. What are your misgivings? Well, hold on. Let me, I'm, I'm going to put in the audio for the trailer for, okay. Star, for Star Trek Beyond. Okay. And then we'll go from there. Is that music? It's a good choice. Hey, well played. We got no ship. No crew. How are we gonna get out of this one? We will find hope in the impossible. Well, at least I won't die alone. doesn't get messy. This is where it begins, Captain. This is where the frontier pushes back. What the hell is this? I know why you're here. Why we are all here. Let's never do that again. So I saw the star, both of the Star Trek trailers, and I'm just... Am I concerned? And then I'm, I'm trying to ask, am I really concerned? The one trailer, I think it was like playing a bunch of like rock and roll music, and so it, it had the look of, you know, a little bit more wild and like adventure, and these guys, you know, kind of highlighted that they're kind of like more, a little bit more cowboy in this movie, and... And it looked like a lot of action and all that kind of stuff. 
then I saw the other trailer that had a little bit more of an orchestral, well, I don't want to say orchestral, but I mean, it, it wasn't like rock and roll music was the, the, in the, in the soundtrack. And, um, that one, again, it, it, I just, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm concerned about Star Trek, but cause I'll see it and I'll probably like it, but you know, I just keep, it's hard to put my finger on it. I guess it just reminds me how much I like the original. And so, you know, these are good. I just hope that this, this movie gets back to a little bit more of what we had in the first one as opposed to uh, what we had in the second one, which was just, hey, another space sci-fi action movie, but other than, hey, they're on the, Star- the Enterprise and the names are the same, it didn't have anything that really made it uniquely Star Trek. Okay. I, I, did that make sense? I was kind of, yeah. it's hard to put my finger on it, but... I, I, I hope that this movie shows me something special beyond lots of explosions and, you know, action sequences and humor. Okay. Have you, Dennis, have you seen the new Star Trek trailer? I actually have seen that trailer once. Okay. And that's about all I'll probably end up seeing. It. Right. So it was by accident. I was like, what was this? And then I just, you know, like, again, I, I don't go looking to analyze them, but I do, uh, although I saw a little bit more today because we tried to see who wrote it. So now that I see this is from the guy from the, um, the, the Fast and the Furious director. The director, yeah. That I'm wondering if it's going to be more of, uh, I would maybe a little validity to his, the concerns, I think. Okay. Because just the style of a director doesn't always change, and um, it could be changing that movie to somewhere where but your comment was this one reminded you more of the first one. When I first saw it, it reminded me a little bit of the first one, and it's just the way the first, the the, the way the trailer went. It mm-hmm. sort of made it, you know they use I think scenes from the the first one in there to set that all up, and it looked like is it going to kind of give us that feel again? And um, that was my hope. Um, but now that I see that it's that director, I always I do. It's like if it's like if Quentin Tarantino directs something, you know it's going to have a certain tone to it, mm-hmm. a certain you know and. That would be the only thing. Is it going to be this director imposing his will on Star Trek? Yeah. Where I think when J.J. Abrams did the first one, especially, he was trying to do it in a way where he did bring J.J. Abrams to it, but he also tried to pay respect to what the fans might like and, and there's some that that story that existed before he existed. Yeah, and there's some clips in there, like some cool looks like yeah. hey, motorcycle sequences. I, well, I was surprised that you. I mean, I, like, like you said, wow. you'll you'll enjoy it. You said so because yeah. I think it's going to be good action. I mm-hmm. think the action will be there. But is, you also is the story is the you know the other stuff there. And it's funny because you know, are we becoming like? You know, like when they say people will take drugs and then, the, you know, when you get hooked on drugs, suddenly you need more and more of a drug to kind of get your fix the same way that you did when you started. And I almost think that that's kind of happening with movies and action now. It used to be that when the ship blew up, that was huge. Mm-hmm. That was like a big focal point of the movie. Yeah. And are we going to get another ship? And oh my gosh. When you kill off a main character, that's huge. And in that, you know, in the, the Star Trek <clears throat> Into Darkness, I mean, they're boom, they killed off the character, but then they brought him right back. And so there's all these things that are huge, momentous. It used to be the old way of making movies. They were big, humentous, <laughs> humentous, big, momentous parts of this overall story. Now it's like, we need that, that's just entry. That's just the entry fee for modern action movies. Man, it looks like, in this one, it looks like, man, they're going to blow up the Enterprise. Okay, well, that... Is not super special. Okay, it gets blown up. Everything else is getting blown up. Oh wow! You know, a character dies. It always gets blown up in Star Trek Three. Yeah, 
whether it's this Star Trek movie or the last yeah, Star Yeah, maybe that's what it is. And then the other thing with, like, the humor. So the next Star Trek movie, they got to go pick up some whales in San Francisco. Yeah. Right. Right. And then, you know, the humor thing, and I don't want to be poo-pooing that, but humor is a... Humor is a difficult thing to get it right, and I think that's what makes the Marvel movies just so wonderful, is that they get it just right. And in this, and other modern movies, it's like, oh, can we put humor in there just to put it in there? Now, suddenly there's these characters that are somewhat serious. Oh, it shows the lighter side, so ha ha ha. I don't know, I just have some misgivings, and I just, I hope that... One of the moments of humor in this trailer, though, that I saw that I liked was when you have McCoy and Spock together and they have like these ships or these drone things that have surrounded them and McCoy says something like well at least I'm not going to die alone and then Spock gets beamed out and he's like ah great yeah I like that moment that reminded me of like the old Star Trek that reminded yeah. me of like, old Dr. McCoy mm-hmm. who always had that kind of sarcastic dry yeah. sense of humor I hope it all I hope it all comes comes good so Our movie this time is Police Academy 3 Back in Training. It was released March 21st, 1986. It is rated PG. The director was Jerry Paris, uh, who died in 1986, actually just days, uh, I believe days after this movie was released, um, maybe about a week and a half to 10 days after it was released. Apparently he was very sick during the filming uh, of this movie. Um, He is also known for directing episodes of The Dick Van Dyke Show, Happy Days, and Police Academies 2 through 3. The producer for this one is Paul Meslansky. Uh, he is pretty much known for, for being the executive producer producer on the Police Academy movies, um, as well as the TV series. And apparently there's an upcoming movie, I think, uh, that is going to be, or is at least tentatively titled, Police Academy in the Next Generation, uh, which uh, he is a part of as well. Uh, writers for this one, Neil Israel is credited for characters, um, as well as Pat Proft. Neil Israel also did uh, the characters um, for Police Academy 1 through 7, uh, Police Academy the series, Bachelor Party, uh, he also wrote, and Look Who's Talking To. Pat Proft, who also created the characters for the Police Academy movies, uh, also did writing for the Star Wars Holiday Special that golden gem of television, uh, Bachelor Party, Real Genius, all the Police Academy movies, the Naked Gun movies, the Hot Shots movies, and Scary Movie 3 through 5. Gene Quintano uh, wrote the story for this one. He is also credited as writing King Solomon's Minds and Police Academy's 3 through 5. The music for this one is by Robert Folk. He did the Police Academy movies, Bachelor Party, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, Booty Call, and Never Ending Story 2. Could not find any information on the budget for this one, but the box office was $43.6 million. Steve Gutenberg plays Sergeant Mahoney. He was in the Police Academy movies Cocoon, Short Circuit, Three Men and a Baby. Bubba Smith, who died in 2011, played Sergeant Hightower. He was in the Police Academy movies and several TV appearances. David Graff, who died in 2001, played Sergeant Tackleberry. Uh, he was in the Police Academy movies Guarding Tess and the Brady Bunch movie. Michael Winslow played Sergeant Jones. He was in Spaceballs, the Police Academy movies. Marion Ramsey played Sergeant Hooks, also in Police Academy movies and some TV appearances. Leslie Easterbrook played Lieutenant Callahan. Uh, She was in Laverne and Shirley, the Police Academy movies, and the 2007 version of Halloween. Art Metrano was Commandant Mauser. Uh, played in Police Academy 2 and 3, lots of TV, uh, the movie Toys, How Stella Got Her Groove Back. 
Tim Kazarinski played Cadet Sweetchuck, uh, was in Somewhere in Time, Saturday Night Live, um, About Last Night, the original, um, and also wrote the, wrote the screenplay for About Last Night, a movie we did just a, a little while back, and Police Academy 2 through 4. Bobcat Goldthwaite was Cadet Zed. He was in Police Academy 2 through 4, Scrooged and Blow. And George Gaines, who died in 2016, just not that long ago, uh, was Commandant Lassard. He was in Tootsie, Police Academy Movies, Punky Brewster, The Crucible, and Wag the Dog. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave this one a 40%. Audience gave it a 39%. Siskel and Ebert uh, both gave this one a thumbs down. CinemaScore gave this one a B+. Uh, the only award I could find for this one was a Golden Screen Award in Germany, uh, which is not awarded to movies based on their quality, but is awarded to a movie that sells at least 3 million tickets in 18 months. The Police Academy graduates go back to school in order to train new recruits and keep the Academy from being shut down. Ultimately, the alumni and the recruits have to join forces in a competition with a rival school. Police Academy 3. Got it. The state says it can no longer afford two police academies. We better call Mahoney. Your favorite graduates are back. We're here. Mahoney. We're rubies. What? Hooks. Don't move. Don't back. Callahan. Hightower. Tackleberry. Do you want to kill me? Mackler. And Jones. An assignment? We're going to make one hell of a cop. Thanks, Dad. Oh, would you give this to Mom for me? Mold a brand new generation of recruits. That, that didn't hurt. Into a fighting machine in a matter of weeks. Shit! Then, together, they're going to save their beloved academy the only way they know how. By chance. Rick. Police Academy 3. Back in training. You're sitting in a non-smoking area. Put it up when I'm finished. You'll put it out now, mister. What they don't know can't stop them. All right, well, some background on this one. Um, the Japanese character of Nogata was originally written as a male Indian police character named Ramu. Um, and this would explain why he slept on a bed of nails from New Delhi. Uh, and meditated with his candle, uh, with his hand over a, a candle flame. Uh, Michael Winslow, David Graff, and George Gaines, uh, Jones, Tackleberry, and Commandant Lassard are the only actors who appeared in all seven Police Academy movies. Winslow um, even went beyond that, and he is the only actor to appear in all seven movies and had a regular role on the TV series Police Academy: The Series from 1997. Director Jerry Paris and Leslie Easterbrook. Um, the actress who played uh, Lieutenant Callahan uh, had an affair while making this movie. Um, Jerry Paris, though, did die ten years, uh, ten years, ten days after the film's release in the U.S. Uh, apparently, he was very sick the whole time they were making this movie. So, um, okay, so that, that's all I got for the background of this one. Um, what are? Let's start off with this. How many of the Police Academy movies have you seen? I want to say I, th I think I've seen them. There was six, right? If I, there was uh, seven. There was seven. Seven. Okay. I want to say I probably saw at least five of those. Okay. What I, was the first the five? Film? My parents. I that I 
I'd have to look that up. Okay. I'm just saying that I think that we had seen them regularly. The thing I think I remember most about this one, even being as a kid, but... Police Academy, Police Academy 2, their first assignment. Police Academy 3, back in training. Police Academy 4, okay. Citizens on Patrol. Police Academy 5, on patrol, um, Assignment, Miami Beach. Ooh, maybe um, I didn't see that. Police Academy 6, City Under Siege. And Police Academy, Mission to Moscow. Okay, so four. And then they're making one this year. So it would have been the first four. So Police the Academy, four. the next generation. I, I mean, I don't. I have to go back if I saw five. It certainly didn't ring a bell, but definitely okay. four. Um, I just remember this one also, like Noten. I, I think it was. It's. I don't know if you did it in your notes or whatever when you first talked about, it, but it was the first PG one. And then after that, because I, I remember looking back to say, oh, what can I show the kids? It would be funny, and then we're always talking about like you know airplane and things like that, and. I'm like, this one, we could do Police Academy. And then I looked it up the thing, and I'm like, mm, we can't do Police Academy. And I started remembering scenes and stuff. But um, this was the first one that was actually PG. And then after this, they were all PG. So, I, And this would be a good one for kids, I think. Yeah. This this was... It was I, just the one with where Lassard pays back. You, well, yeah, because you don't actually have what's happening in the other one. If you, you use the, the, the hooker again. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but she's there, but it's... A, I agree with you. I saw the first four, and you know I can remember when I looked through the subtitles. Not subtitle. Well, yeah, subtitle. You know, with the you yeah. know their first assignment, citizens on patrol, so forth. I'm, I remember seeing that. This was the first one I saw. I remember seeing this as a kid. Okay. Um, and this was the first one. And then I think probably because the other you know police academy was R rated, and you know, there's no way I was going to get that past the folks. And then uh, their first assignment was also. Those were. Those were. Thing. And so I, I, I have to say, they, I thought they, in rewatching this one, this one st- stuck with me. And I, I remember, I, I probably saw it a bunch. The biggest thing uh, that I remember was the, uh, like the water scene, because I love the water. Okay. And as a kid growing up, being on the boats, jet skis. Being, the jet skis yeah. and the, everything, like, I just remember that whole deal. Um, but I watched it again, and I thought, man, the humor really... It's funny, and there wasn't really too much that I was wincing. Oh, okay, that was... Like, but I could see that, you know, someone that's 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 would be able to laugh at this movie, just the way that they frame the humor, the situational humor, the things they say, and you still have the flavor of a Police Academy movie, but appropriate for younger audiences. Almost like what they tried to do with Conan, but failed when they did Conan the Destroyer. It just wasn't as good of a movie. In this, I... I thought they did a pretty good job of making it funny and still, you know, accessible for kids. Now, this one, I, I saw the first Police Academy. I think I've seen the first one and, the, and this one. And it's been a long time since I've seen any of them. The first one, although I think I saw when I was younger, but I must have seen, like, a TV-edited version of it. Okay, yeah. Because like, I, you know, until I watched it again a few years ago, I had not seen the full R-rated version of the first Police Academy movie. Um, this one, I had, I know I've seen it, but I didn't remember a lot of it watching it this time around. And the funny thing about watching it this time around is I, I was going into it thinking, all right, this is going to be like, it's going to be like all those other movies that I like, like Spaceballs, like the Chevy Chase movies. And I just must not have been the right frame of mind to watch this movie because I'm watching this movie and I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's funny. But no moments that I actually laughed out loud. There were moments that I kind of smiled, yeah. but it, never moments where I just like started laughing because yeah. it was so funny. Um, and I thought, well, t- am I just like not in the right frame of mind to watch this right now? Because it seems like it should be funny, but I don't know. I and, and Bobcat Goldthwait, 
I used to think was hilarious when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Now, now he just bothers me. Yeah. Wait, wait, like in that movie bothers In this movie, movie. Yeah. All right, okay. I mean, I haven't gone back to like watch Hot to Trot or anything like that, but... Yeah, I've never seen him in a non-police academy movie. I don't know what he's... There was a... I, I want to say... I don't know if I went to go see it in the theater, but there was a movie. It was like one of his first movies where he was the main actor. I think it was the Hot to Trot one where he's is he like a jockey or something like that. It's like a horse racing or something and where he is the main character. As a kid, I think I thought that was hilarious. Thinking about it now, I don't think I could stand hearing his voice for the entire movie. If he's in you know, 90% of the scenes, I don't think I could. And was kind of my reaction when I saw Pee Wee Herman. Okay. I'm I, I'm not comparing the two because I know that you know Dennis is standing up, he's ready to square up and everything. And <laughs> which and, is uh, which is funny because I went going back and watching Pee Wee. That's the first time in years I watched that one. Laughed out loud through the whole. Yeah. Thing. And see, but when, this one for some reason I just right. I, and I, when I, I watched maybe I wasn't in the right frame of mind. Well, I no, just, but I, I get it because like when I watched this one, I was like, oh, that's funny. Almost the same thing. I'm gonna mm-hmm. steal your words. I could see where. A, 12 or 13 year old would probably find that hilarious if I showed this to John I probably wouldn't show it to John just yet but if I showed this to him yeah he'd probably think it's hilarious and you know it was funny and, and it was you know Bobcat I can't say his last name Goldfleet. right Goldfleet yeah. um, but also the other thing is Tackleberry he mm-hmm. like you know I think you know where the yelling mm-hmm. you'll put that out now mm-hmm. give her back the quarter now it was mm-hmm. like even in the way that like a kid trying to tell a joke will just keep going at a joke it's right. okay it, it's mm-hmm. Thanks, it's not funny anymore. Right. That's the kind of, but that humor works for kids. So, I, like I said, I, I was the same reaction. Um, okay, that's that's cute. That's fun. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, it's, for, it's for the kids. Yeah. And that was, like I said, that was my reaction with Pee Wee Herman. What I didn't realize is that I'm in the minority because people that are, you know, of all ages still love Pee Wee Herman and they become rather angry about it when they find out that, not that you don't like Pee Wee Herman, but you just, you're kind of lukewarm on it and they, they become violently angry like that. Are you talking about somebody here at the table? Yeah, possibly. So, I, 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 I you know, I have the non-opinion. Dennis, defend yourself. I have, the, I, yeah, I have I, the somewhat agree. Okay. Okay. I'm undefendable. Okay. Dennis is the undefendable. So I, go ahead about the... I cut across when you were going to say something about Police Academy 3, the humor. Um, well, we were talking about that. I think you were... I was just going to say, like, when you brought up your point about it being more kid-friendly, or, or not kid-friendly, but like 12... I was just... It's kind of the Star Wars question to a certain degree. For, but you, what, what do you show them first? Do you show them 3, then go 1, 2 later when they're older? Do you, What do you do? 
because they're R-rated, so you can't show them one and two really right away if you're trying to, you, is it okay to start with three or do you just wait till they're older? Because will that be weird? You know, I don't know. I'd probably just wait till they're older. And then go one, two, three? Yeah. Because I think when I saw it as a kid, then it was we'll, a new movie. But then will three not seem as funny because they're older when they saw it, where it works more maybe on a younger I think kid. If they, I think if they like one and two, they'll still. But you, but then you like one and two. I liked one. Yeah. But you didn't really seem like you liked three. No. See what I'm saying? I mean, and is it, that because the humor okay. was tamed down more? It was more kid. Fr- it was my, not necessarily kid friendly, but more tamed. No. But it's. I don't think it'll. I don't know. I don't think it'll ruin anything because it's police academy. It's not like the plot yeah. is. Right. Well, then that's what I thought. Well, you can I'm, go to three and start right. with three. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm not. Anyway. I'm not somebody who's like, oh my god, police academy movie. I love the police. Ca-. Yeah. No, I, I can watch. Now, it airplane, funny, I but, love. Yeah. And police yeah. academy had some funny. But scenes, police academy but is not one that I want to go crazy stuff. for. A bit. Like police academy is not a series that I'm going to sit down and go. Okay, I haven't seen these in a while. I'm going to sit down and do one, two, three, four. Yeah. I'm like, what? Rocky. I will do Rocky. Like, every couple of years, I'll go through and watch all the Rocky movies in a row. Yeah. But Police Academy is not... It's and, not and, one of those. And I would do the same with some of the other, you know, series-type movies. Yeah. Police Academy is not one of those. So, while I think it's funny, if I wanted a movie like this, with this type of humor, I'm probably just going to pop in Spaceballs. Yeah. Or Caddyshack, or... Back to School, Bride. or Princess Bride, or something like that. Yeah. I'm not going to go to the Police Academy movies. It is just weird. I, I always do wonder if it comes down to the mood that you're in as well. But, like, you know, how you said with Pee Wee, you know, I'm like, I, I, and you said you laughed out loud at it. Pee Wee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I yeah, I, I mean, I could, I could have watched it yesterday. I watched it again. And for some reason, mm-hmm. that's a movie that makes me just, I don't know. That's, but that's just different. And like I said, I mean, I remember every, so. I remember just about everything about but is this it that movie. Character, you think, or is it just is it the? I don't know. For for are we like doing Pee Wee? For the, I'm just saying for the Pee Wee thing was it a character <laughs> thing. Like here, he can't stand by the you know. Both. Okay. So I always wonder is it the character? Something about a character rubs you the wrong way and it ruins the rest and of the movie. And a little bit of Bob a little bit Cat, of him is funny, but he I don't know. But overall, this so time watching annoyed by Bobcat, so therefore does it ruin his enjoyment of the movie as well? Yeah. I, because of the character, you know, so yeah. the character do it. Well, so let's let's go to that. Favorite character? Jones. Tackleberry. Tackleberry. Hightower. I think I gotta go Hightower. Hightower, yeah. Just the the moment, the first moment he shows up in the movie and he's got the wig and the dress on. Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently he didn't know that he was gonna have to wear that until he got to filming that day. Yeah. And they handed him that. They're like, here, put this on. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what? Flip your lids, flip your butts on the seat and listen hard. (laughs) I still like that, that line. You gotta show the dogs who's boss. Sit. <laughs> Everybody sits. Yeah, I know. The um, I, you know what? I um, I I've always thought Tackleberry was cool. You know, mm-hmm. when he blasts the hits the with the bow and it, mm-hmm. the crossbow hits the guys and blows away the mm-hmm. the um the uh, phone to get the quarter. Map, can you yeah. identify your quarter? Yeah. Um, but Jones, man, I just remember growing up as a kid, like the special effects that that guy would. I always loved watching it. Michael mm-hmm. Winslow is that what yeah. his name is? Yeah. Yeah. Just the the, yeah. Beatbox, oh, mm-hmm. the sound effects and the beatbox. That mm-hmm. that guy was, and he was in space. You know, he was. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I uh, I would definitely. Dennis, you have a favorite character? <sighs> I mean, I think you're hitting. Everybody pretty pretty much said the few. Yeah. The three that come to mind. It's like uh, I mean, I think Tim Tim Kazer is in that. I don't know. Sweet Chuck. Yeah, sweet Chuck. Yeah. yeah, and he's riding on the scooter. Yeah. At the There's some parts that, like, I mean, I, yeah. I think, I think that was why 
again, do I think this is the greatest movie out there? No. Do I think it's like even close to like, in my opinion, like you know, Pee Wee Herman? No. I think it's just I agree with him, and it, and that's fine because I am most likely most of the time I'm like that in movies. In fact, you know, my wife would always say like, "How come you don't laugh out loud?" And I'm like, I doesn't mean that I'm not enjoying it. Or I don't think it's right. it's funny. Right. It's just not a laugh out loud. There's very few things that Three Stooges mm-hmm. have done that. And, and three humor, stooges, humor is yeah. a tough certain thing, things. Well, and it doesn't mean that I don't think it's funny. I can think right. it's funny, but it takes a lot to get me to laugh out yeah. loud mm-hmm. about a movie. Yeah. And, and I think this is another one is, that's like that, where it doesn't get me to laugh out loud, but right. I like that. You know. Well, and and a movie that didn't get very good reviews and didn't do very well that just came out recently, I watched this. The Police Academy three, and then I think the next day I watched the uh, Get Hard with Will oh, Ferrell yeah. and yeah. Kevin Hart. Laughed out loud during really? the whole thing. So I'm like, why? Like I feel like what Police Academy. It? I know more about Police Academy. I know these characters, but then there's this movie that you know, yeah. I, and maybe it's maybe it's Will Ferrell. Like I always think, I, pretty much everything Will Ferrell's in, I enjoy. I laugh out loud at. Like I said, maybe it was just my frame of mind, and I was just. You know, not in the frame of mind to laugh no. out loud at this one, but I, I get what you're saying because, and I think sometimes the characters drive it because you said, right. "Hey, who are your favorite characters?" And we kind of all had the same three in mind, and it's just like, man, when, that's for me. Hey, that's why I enjoyed watching this guy comes on screen. It's fun watching him do his thing. It's fun watching Tackleberry. It's fun watching Hightower. It, so, so here, well, here's what's funny. Nobody mentioned Mahoney, and he's the main character. Mm-hmm. Well, because why? he's the. Is it because he's not that funny? He's, yeah, I know. In a lot of ways, he's the, he's the straight. He's the. Yeah. Um, he's like the Hogan and Hogan's heroes. He's yeah. like the you know he's not doesn't have those. I think the characters have more opportunities to do the, the memorable scene. Right? Yeah. Where he just kind of keeps the story going, but it, um. Yeah. In the first one, I thought he had more of a smart alecky kind of. Oh yeah. Tone to him, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. In this, they kind of. It's kind of toned down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. had to make it. Well, they had to maybe make him the clear hero because you get a really sarcastic and over-the-top thing like in an R-rated movie that adults are seeing, they'll latch on to that. Kids will miss half of that. So I remember this movie growing up, he wasn't one of the funny guys. He was one of the, oh, he's the hero. And that was, you know what I'm saying? So I think that just kids aren't going to get these different levels of humor, like the smart-alecky, sarcastic kind of thing. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch the Police Academy cartoon? There was a cartoon. I in the saw 80s. it before, but I don't. Okay. Really. I didn't. I didn't know if any of you guys yeah. watched it. I, it was. I remember watching a little bit of it. It was only on for I think one year, so it didn't do a whole lot. But um, what about favorite scene? Do you have a favorite scene from this one? The water scene. Either the jet skis. Yeah, yeah just, just, I just love being a kid. We we grew up. We were always out on the water. Even if we weren't doing, you know, we were more with boats and stuff. But just when they get on the water and. Uh, uh, Jones is, does the submarine thing where he dives it under the water, mm-hmm. and and I just I just always thought boats and all that was cool. So that was a that was a cool scene. Um, favorite scene. I you know what from this one I'd have to say my favorite scenes are either you know I don't know. <laughs> Even though I said he really annoyed me, I'd have to say some of my favorite scenes were with Zed, with okay. Bobcat Goldthwait. Um, I mean, maybe it's the scenes of him playing off of Sweet Chuck, like the two of them together. I think those might have been some of my favorite scenes. Um, the the scenes with Nogata, I thought were kind of funny too. 
like where he's trying to impress Callahan. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, and even though his the, the whole the whole Bobcat Gold after a while that just it grates on my nerves. But I did like where he, he had the one lady from the council that was supposed to be grading them. And he takes her outside, and the gang shows up in the car that has like all the mannequins' legs hanging out the stuff, and <clears throat> they get picked up and thrown in the car, and and he's like, ah, this is my old gang, and, 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 and yeah. that whole thing, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny, but you know, I, I think just little little bits of that was okay, and then there were just certain scenes where the whole his voice and the way he does his voice went on a little bit too long, and. That part is great. I mean, I'm like, I, yeah. I remember we loved them back. Like, what? So I like, as, like, as a kid, as a kid, he was like a Muppet. He was like a human Muppet. As right. now, you could see that it becomes a little less. But I still, right. I'm not like as turned off by it as you were. But, right. but, um, but yeah, I knew it loses its, its whatever mm-hmm. charm or effect. Like, I love the part where he hot wires the car. He's like, oh, I don't have the keys for this car. Oh, hold on, and he does the yeah. whole. Yeah. I'm making him sound like Jerry Lewis. I don't know why. I've turned Bobcat Goldthwait into Jerry Lewis. Yeah, he's it's it's. A, Hold on, lady. <laughs> I, I I haven't heard interviews like does he speak anything like that in regular life or is you know, oh, no no I think okay. his normal voice is just okay. I think that's just his comedy routine. Okay. I don't like because when you say scene, it's like to me there's just more like not a little. <clears throat> you know, yours stands out with the water, but it's more like little things like even like well, I go back to like the fly, you know, or the, the little. <laughs> There's the training scene where they're going through the doors yeah. and they're all going. I mean, yeah. to me, it was not really, a scene that stands out like that. It was really noticeable to me that this movie was just a series of bits. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. It's almost hard to pick the yeah. scene. You can almost say what's your favorite bit, but like, there's not really a, a more solid. Like it's interesting because I can do that with another movie, say Pee Wee Herman. You know, again, mm-hmm. where I can be like, oh, I love this, I love this, mm-hmm. and then eventually I'll name the whole movie. But mm-hmm. I can. I can have a clear picture of that. And here it was like I'm. Which I mean, I, and I know that's what comedy. Remind movie, me of some scenes. I know that's what comedy movies are. Like I know that the vacation movies. It's a series of bits, playing off of traveling and foreigners and and, and I, like spies like us. Yeah. Spies like us. Series of bits. Like yeah. it's this bit, this bit, the doctor bit, the training bit. The, but this one I, maybe it's just because there were so many characters that they had individual little bits for. It just seemed like mm-hmm. it was a. It I don't know. It, it it seemed like the old Nickelodeon shows when we were kids, where it was like, oh, now there's this skit, and it'll go for three minutes, and now there's this skit, and it'll go for yeah. two minutes, and then now there's this skit, and I, and to me, then it made, that made the movie feel a little disjointed. I mean, maybe just because there's so many characters yeah. you had to get through, but yeah, um, I don't know that I can. I don't know that I can nail down a, a particular scene and say like, that was my favorite. But the eyebrows is funny. Yeah. That where he ends up naked in the hallway the of the hotel. Guy, and then funny. there's a into the, the restaurant, the other restaurant, the bar, the blue, the blue oyster. And that was from the first one, right? That yeah. Was more, yeah. Because yeah. they did the whole village people. Yeah. 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 All right. Is there anything in particular you absolutely did not like about the? I said Bobcat Goldthwait's Goldthwait's voice. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, is there anything in particular you just absolutely did not like about the movie? No. No. Okay. You both suck. <laughs> Sorry, man. Well, you only really have... Well, is there something else besides Bobcat? Something Let's take Bobcat away. Like, like, take him like out? What did yeah. I not like? Yeah. Um, 
it's a lot harder. Yeah, I think to find something you don't like, you just you just did not like Bobcat in this movie. So. His voice bothered me. Yeah, and that bothered you, and that's an e, you know. And I think I mean I think the. I think in watching the first movie and knowing the the type of jokes that they're going to tell, I think lowering it like you were saying earlier, so lowering it to a PG level. I'm like that. Then to me, that's not police. Yeah. Like it, it's not the same because you're already conditioned in two movies of this humor, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this humor. Right. And, I, and that's yeah, and that's why I was like saying about the order of what you show it. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, to me, that's like that's like taking the uh, Porky's. Yeah. And like trying to bring that, like trying to make Porky's into a kids movie. Well, I no, thought... there's a reason why. That's like if you took Animal House and tried to turn Animal House into a PG right. movie. No, the whole point of Animal it's college. It should be college or higher level humor, you know. It it shouldn't be for kids. Well, and that's why I think like the when I ask that question about like what order and stuff, it's like because if you show it to your kid at twelve or thirteen and they think, oh my god, I love Police Academy three, it was hilarious, I laughed. Well, what are they gonna do? Yeah, I want to see Police Academy one. Right. So they might be at home one day and well, Dad let us saw Police Academy mm-hmm. three, so we're gonna do one. And all of a sudden, it's like whoa, yeah, yeah. totally different. Show, you know, shock to them probably of what they're seeing, but so it. <clears throat> Yeah, one conditions you for a certain expectation. That that's so. If you say like, what did I, I hope like? you all enjoyed this speech as much as I have. Yeah. <laughs> that's still that's my favorite scene from any of the Police Academy movies. Him trying to give the yeah. Lassard trying to give the speech at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just look at this picture for a moment. All right. <laughs> all right. Anything else for Police Academy three? No. Anything you're dying to say about it? No. I think it was a good movie, a mediocre movie, and okay. don't ask any more of it, and it'll, it'll be all right. All right. All right. Well, Police Academy 3 gets a meh from the 30-something movie podcast. Decent movie, but maybe not the best in the world. Um, all right. So next time around, uh, we are going to be taking a look at, well, let me do the other stuff first. Talk about what movie we're going to be talking about next because right. it's, I don't know. Um, before we talk about what we're going to see next, let's uh, let's go to where you can get a hold of us 30podcast at gmail.com, 30podcast.com, at 30podcast on Twitter. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash 30podcast. We are on Stitcher and Satchel and Google Play Podcasts and iTunes, and you can listen to us directly at 30podcast.com. Uh, next episode, um, you know what? Hermanos Rodriguez do not approve of drugs. We learned that from Repo Man. However, you may want to indulge in something next week before listening to our take on Howard the Duck. Or before you watch the movie, you may want to indulge in something. But again, we did not approve. Um, Maybe you just want to go read the Wikipedia page instead of watching the movie. Maybe you want to go to a pond somewhere with an old loaf of stale bread and feed some ducks. Either way, we're going to be talking about Howard the Duck. So, if if you like... Not going to take long. If you like a little pain... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Not gonna come, take long. Come, come back and listen to. Uh, come listen, then I hope pain is something you enjoy. There you go. All right, so we will see you next time for Howard the Duck. Well, I hope this was as much fun for you as it was for me. Let's have lunch, shall we? And maybe smoke a cigarette.